Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, it's me, Andrew G, and welcome to my sixth episode of The Public Affair. Um, I just want to thank you guys again so much for your support and for listening and tuning in. Um, one person that I have not given a shout out to, and I'm sure he's going to kick my ass for not doing it, is my boy, Mike Hamilton, our producer um, with Rogue Media Network. He is the reason why this podcast is where it's at today. He does all the editing, all the video, every single thing. Um, you know, I'm just the talker. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for helping me make this project come true and making it like one of the best in everything that I've envisioned. You're the greatest. Uh, before we get started, too, I definitely want to... Um, let you guys know that this show is brought to you by um, a few of our sponsors, uh, Francisco and Sons, my boy Israel Salazar, shout out to him. They're a local welding company that focuses on carports, metal buildings, fences, and more. So anything that you guys need, um, you know, along those lines, make sure you guys hit them up and let them know that Andrew G with the Public Affairs sent you. I also want to give a big shout out to one of our new sponsors and they're together, Fat Boy Micheladas and Botana and Serrano's Carnita. Uh, my boy Junior Banda and Miguel Serrano, they are the people behind that business. Um, Junior invited me to his house last week. Um, he gave me some of the best michelada, botana, and carne seca that I've ever had in my entire life. You guys have got to hit them up. Um, contact them on the number on the screen here. Um, They're locally operated. You can call them for parties, um, you know, things of that nature. And again, the best, best micheladas, botanas, and carne seca that you'll ever have. I love them so much. And shout out to you, Junior. Thank you so much for letting me try that. It was so delicious. And of course, I want to give a shout out um, to another one of our sponsors, Cool Dream Services. They're Cool Dreams Waco. Um, locally here in Waco, Texas. Big shout out to Ashley and David Sanchez for hitting me out for that. Um, they're a local uh, heating and AC company and it's hot as F out here. So if you need your AC fix, definitely hit them up. Um, they'll get with you. Very professional, high approval rating. Um, love them so much. Very professional. They also specialize in um, spray foam insulation. So make sure you guys give them a call if you need your AC fixed or heater when the time comes. Um, they are Cool Dreams Waco on Facebook. So thank you guys so much for sponsoring the show. Now, without further ado, I want to um, introduce my next guest. Um, I'm very excited to have this guy on. I think that this episode is going to take a different direction than what we're used to taking, but he said that all bets are on. Um, everything's on the table. He, there was nothing I can't talk about, and I said, good luck, darling. <laughs> I want to give a big shout-out to my boy, Adrian Fajardo. Thank you for coming on. Man, thank you for having How me. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Now, Adrian, you said I could talk about anything. Yes. Okay, don't be getting offended. <laughs> don't be reaching over the table trying to choke me, okay? <laughs> so, uh, the story with Adrian, uh, we were going to have his brother, Angelo Fajardo, on, and I guess... Uh, we were just never able to meet a particular time and with everything going on and everything. And so um, in speaking to Adrian so much, I was like, hey, why don't you come on the show? It sounds like you have something that you could really talk about. Um, I think that you have a story of inspiration mm -hmm. that you guys can talk about. I think that a lot of people can benefit from listening to your story. And we'll get into all that in a minute, yeah. of course. And I think that we can share a lot with each other and, mm -hmm. you know, let people know that sometimes the grass isn't always as green in the beginning on the other side. And mm -hmm. then it can be depending on hard work. Would you say that's a fair statement? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So before we get into that, um, of course I ask all my guests what amenity they'd like, um, you know, when they come on the show, cause I like to wine and dine my guests. Right. And so Adrian said he, <laughs> okay. What is this called? The sweet berry tea, sweet berry green tea, excuse me, sweet berry green tea from HTO. Okay. Shout out to HTO and Adrian, I'm not going to lie. When you told me this is what you want, I almost put in your DMs. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> it was very oh, free drink. No oh man. man. Oh damn. That's, that's messed up. <laughs> I told you I was going to make a joke about <laughs> oh, that's that, right? Yeah, you did. I warned him. You did. Okay, I did warn you. Okay, you, you said everything was on. Yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely almost in his DMs because like it's sweet berry uh, green tea, Adrian. Okay, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, why why this, Adrian? Why did you want this as your amenity? Man, it's just it's hot outside okay. and it's just like it just looks super summery. And I was like, this is my go to 
100 yeah. degrees outside. I'm like, I'm hitting HTO. You're in. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I bought one for me too. So can we try it together real Let's quick? Let's do it. And so Adrian mentioned that we're not going to drink on the show. <laughs> I'm not going to tell Adrian whether or not I had two mimosas before the show. Okay? Oh, but, I mean. <laughs> but let's cheers to go. this. HTO, thank you so much for the sweet berry green tea. <laughs> oh, shit. That's good. Oh, yeah. Now, okay. Now I know why you like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Good choice, Adrian. I can't wait. It's perfect because it's hot outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Adrian, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? Like, So, who's Adrian Fajardo for everybody who doesn't know? Because we yeah. don't, don't want to just name you as Angelo's brother. Yeah. I, I want to get to know who Adrian is. So, let's yeah. talk about who you are. Well, thank thank you for acknowledging that. I mean, that's 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 really that's it's really like cool. It's like a Destiny's Child situation. You don't want to just be Beyonce's sister. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, because everybody knows my bro. Yeah, of my course. brother. But um, man, I, I I'm 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 Adrian Fajardo, okay. and um, man, I'm 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 into education, okay. and I love education. Um, and I and I love inspiring people at the same time. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so. I believe I have a story. I have a story to tell. Right. And people always come up to me and agent they ask me, Adrian, share your story, share your story. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to share my story. You know what I mean? And so um, that, that's what I am. That's what I'm about. And, and, I, and I'm excited to be able to share my story with you today. So, oh, sweet. Yeah. I mean, could we have picked a more appropriate drink to share your story with? Because we got some tea. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And I said this wasn't going to be a gossip segment show, but I think that, again, we're going to get to know a lot about you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I choose to disclose any information a lot of the listeners will get to know a little bit about me as well i think that we can relate to a lot of things that i'm going to ask you um, not a lot maybe like one or two things mm-hmm. um but i i'm excited that you came on and I, i'm excited for you to share your story and yeah um is there a reason like so people tell you like share your story share, is there a reason why you're not or, or maybe are people not hearing you on social media like they did with the brother or what's going well, on here? well the thing is is that you know my dad has a story and okay. he had, you know he's he's well he's one of the biggest dope dealers back in waco Ooh. and back in 06 07 around there yeah. and so then you got my brother who has this strong story yeah so then it's adrian to the side and it's like okay well so let's, here. there you go there you okay. go and, and it's and like no, sh- no shade to to the brother or oh no not yeah, at all yeah. not Angel, at all because adrian has a story too yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they they have some powerful testimonies Absolutely. man and, and i love them you know what i mean yeah and so. i definitely want to get into your dad's situation because um god jail for 15 years yeah okay yeah, yeah we're gonna talk years. about that yeah, yeah for sure because yeah. i don't know uh my brother for anybody who doesn't know is actually in jail for 20 years wow. um, i'd rather not say why on the show i'll take it in person yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. right now i don't want to say it it's yeah not, and you know it, it's definitely strained our relationship a lot uh, um he's my twin brother oh but yeah okay. um you know i guess it's a situation where we all pick our journey yeah and he chose that journey yeah. I chose this journey, darling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. So why don't yeah. you talk to us about um, your life growing up, Adrian? Yeah. So uh, you grew up here in Waco? Yeah, Okay, so I did. What, was, what was everything like in your household growing up? Yeah, so um, I, re- I was originally, we originally moved to Hewitt, Texas mm. back in 2001, Shout around there. Hewitt, because that's where I live. Yeah, okay. you, yeah I heard you, yeah, <laughs> yes, you yes. went to Midway. <laughs> and so, man, we had this big, beautiful house, man. It was yeah. in the suburbs. It was, it was beautiful. The neighborhood was great. And then, man, um, it was I was in fifth grade, and it was a regular Tuesday morning. Okay. And man, it was it was just a normal Tuesday morning. Everybody was woke up happy. My dad was in the kitchen. My mom was in the kitchen cooking some burritos, you know, egg and chili. Yeah. Egg. <laughs> and so, man, it it was it was it was a good morning, man. I remember that. And okay. so, I just one morning it was we had a bunch of dudes in the front yard, and my mom had a a, a screen door, and it was a, it was a screen door. The sun was shining in, and everything. Right. And so I walked past that door and I just seen a bunch of men, a bunch of men in the front yard, a mm. bunch of men in the front yard. And I was yeah. like, man, what's going on? And then all of a sudden I heard these dudes just bust in the door. Wow. And 
and Hewitt? in Hewitt, Texas. Scary, and yeah. so I was just looking around, and and all I all I seen was these dudes taking me and my brother outside, and and as I, as they were taking us outside, I remember seeing my mom and my dad uh, handcuffed on the ground. Wow! And my mom was crying, and my dad was screaming, and. It was a vivid scene, yeah, you know what I mean? It, it was, it, yeah, for a kid. How old were you at the time? You might have said. I was 10 years old. 10 years old. Okay. 10 years old. Wow. And so from that point on, when we came home that evening and my whole house was just torn apart, just you know? Yeah, yeah, so we the, the, the cushions were taken out and bed sheets everywhere and wow. pictures on the ground. And, and so from that point on, my life completely changed. Yeah. And so. You weren't going to make my bed. I had to make my bed this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy. As a 10 year old. So you're just going to school like normal day. And you're like, oh shit. Like before I came here. Yeah. Like, I think my dad got arrested. And then, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you come home and your house is rent. Was were yeah. any of your parents home at the time? Did yeah. your mom make it out or? Yeah. My mom, my mom was home that, right. that evening, but my dad didn't come home that evening. Mm. And so we knew that things were going to change after that. As a 10-year-old, yeah. did you know that your dad was into all that? So oh, no. You, so you guys were kept naive to that? No, yeah. My dad, well, when my dad left, my brother always said, hey, hey, uh, dad went to college. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I, I, I yeah. stuck with that. I'm like, okay, dad's in college, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> cops stuck in the college. Yeah. yeah, we're telling my niece and nephew right now that their dad's on vacation. <laughs> like, oh, see, it's know. always those this stories. He never yeah. afford a vacation on his own, but he's on vacation, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but, yeah. yeah um, and they're younger, too. They're, they're eight and nine. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. So, yeah, so I guess how old were you when, when you finally realized, okay, dad's not at college? Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I was yeah. I was probably about 13, 13. Okay, so it took you three years. What's about the 13. age difference between you and your brother? My brother is that he like he knew that and you didn't. Man, he's he said he's been knowing my dad was doing his stuff okay. when he was like nine, nine or eight. Oh, really? So he was already mm. into what my dad was doing. Okay, I, yeah, that makes sense. And so yeah. I mean, he he looked up to my dad a lot, right? And so he 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 followed my dad's footsteps, right, from a very young age. Okay. You know? So me and him are completely different people, right? Oh, completely yeah. different people. Yeah, yeah. So when you say you're completely different people, I mean, I guess. Did he, I guess, because you said that he idolized your dad to a sense. Mm -hmm. And you said he wanted to follow in his footsteps. Did he want to be the next kingpin, I yeah. guess? Or, and then you were just like, I'm not trying to focus on all that shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah, that's okay. exactly what happened. Right. I mean, there's been plenty of times where he would just come in and say, Adrian, look how much I can make off this. And it'll be right. just two jars of just, oh you God. know, some dro. And I'll be like, bro, why you even... Why are you even bringing that to me, bro? Like, right. look how look where dad's at. You know what I mean? Right, right. And so we just came from, we're just two different people when we're growing up. Right. But was there ever a time, I guess, like, so your dad's in jail and then you're just like, yeah, fuck this, I'm out of the world. And so did you like turn to drug and alcohol use as hard as him? Yeah. Or like, what, what was your journey with that? Like? Well, actually, man, I didn't, I didn't turn to those things until I was in college. Really? And I was really grasped the fact that, man, my dad's not here. Okay. And so it's really, I really started to think, you know, when you, when, when they say you go to college and mm -hmm. during those college years, you tend to find yourself. Oh, yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> and so I just really started to really think during those years. And I'm like, man, this is really hard. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so, yeah. And so maybe this is an easy way. Like, were you selling drugs? Do you want to disclose that? Or? No, I All mean, right. um, the temptation was there though. All right. You know, it just, it just made oh, I've sense. Seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But you want to know what, um, you know, as far as the selling drugs things go, um, a, a person that I was really good friends with for a long time, and we ended our friendship this year actually, um, would buy cocaine, mm -hmm. and and you know we I would ask him like, how much do you spend on that? 
And I think he was along the lines of $125 a yeah. week, a yeah. week. And yeah. I'm like, that's not even my fucking bills. What are you talking no, about? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. So it, it's just like drugs like that can just be so expensive. And I just, I, I have personally never experienced or, you know, experimented with drugs. I experimented with other things. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. not drugs. Yeah. And so um, I, I never understood, I guess, the addiction behind it. Like mm-hmm. that in your mind tells you it's okay to spend $125 on something that could potentially kill you. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean. Yeah, and, and, and it really turns into somebody's peace okay. at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's somebody's peace. They want to run to that to comfort them whatever they're whenever they're going through something. Right. And so I was beginning to do the same thing. I wanted to run to those things because right. I seen the trouble that my mom and my sister or my brother was going through. I was right. like, man, I got to go do these things. You know what right. I mean? And so it's going to take me away. So yeah. That was your mindset. And yeah. And I seen my family do it too. And it was like, this makes sense. Let no, me just do it. What about PlayStation? Yeah. When right. I get depressed. I play my PlayStation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I sit I, in my room and play Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> man. Gun, everybody's different. Yeah. I, every, man, I, I don't really play games, honestly. Uh, okay. I, I've never played games. I've yeah. always an outside dude, you know. Uh, well, that's good too. You yeah. Know? Then you're not pudgy like me. Yeah. Which I don't understand. I'm a good 150, so I'm making a shut up. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, no. So, yeah. Um, so then your, your dad's in jail for 15 years, and then he um, he gets out. Yeah. And I know that. Excuse me. Backtrack a little bit. I know you said we talked on the phone the other day, mm-hmm. and you said that the relationship with your brother was strained for a little bit. Um, yeah. That maybe you kind of resented him or hated him. Yeah. For lack of a better term. Um, what was the reason? Was it because of that, or? Well, the thing is, is that man, I, I got it's a it's a story, man. It, we got all day. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Adrian. So before you get into that, I want to go ahead and give another shout out to a few of our sponsors. Um, I want to give a shout out to Little Angels Waco. Thank you to Jose and Rochelle Villa for uh, reaching out and wanting to sponsor the public affair. You guys can hit them up for all your bounce houses and water slides for you need for parties for anything. They're super great people, and those bounce houses are so much fun. I love them so much. Um, another big shout out to one of our new sponsors, SNI Landscaping. Luis Valenzuela hit me up and wanted to sponsor the show, so thank you so much, Luis. You guys can hit them up for all your um, landscaping needs, uh, lawn care. They have uh, tree trimming, tree removal, concrete work, and so much more. So make sure you guys hit them up. They also sell trees and flowers. So thank you again to SNI Landscaping for reaching out and wanting to sponsor the public affair and also to the law office of Simer and Tetons. Um, thank you so much for reaching out to sponsor the public affair. Um, thank you to Diego Hernandez for reaching out. Um, they're out of Belmead. You can contact them for all your legal help. They specialize in criminal cases, family cases, immigration cases, and so much more. So make sure you guys um, hit them up to solve all your legal troubles. And thank you guys again for sponsoring the public affair. Now, Adrian, um, I want to get into the story about why you and your brother's relationship was a little strained. Yeah. Um, so why don't you kind of start from the beginning? Yeah. So, I mean, when my dad went to prison, man, he was just always wanting to bully me for some reason. He'll tell you all the stories about okay. it. And so there there was this one time where I just got fed up with it. I was yeah. like, I was probably like in seventh grade. Yeah. And I was like, I got a knife and I was like chasing them all around the house and my family was trying to stop me. Yeah. But it just showed how much bitterness I had towards my brother. Okay. And we, we couldn't live together because we were always trying to fight each other. Right. And so it was just because he was always running. Run, he was he was always making my mom cry. Okay. You know what I mean? Like because my trouble? Yeah, getting in okay. trouble. You know what I mean? And so it was like I was tired of seeing him do those kind of things to my mom right. and so i just resented him i was like i just don't want nothing to do with right. you bro and we just had nothing in common too right yeah and plus he would always steal my shoes <laughs> and then there's another story he, he stole my shoes yeah. i'm looking for these shoes i come home and he's like he's the cops got him handcuffed on the side of my on the side of my curb and i'm yeah. like i'm not worried about him getting locked up i've already seen him so many times right. 
But I look down, he got my shoes on. The one that he stole. Like, let me get some shoes real quick. Hold yeah. On. yeah. Before you go to get locked up, yeah. let me get some shoes. Or somebody else gets them. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely relate to that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. again, with my brother going to jail, mm-hmm. um, he it definitely I don't I don't want to say that was the reason why it strained our relationship. I just think that, you know, we all kind of make our bed and lay in it. I think that as we get to a certain age, uh, we all choose our own journeys in life, like we discussed earlier. And again, I didn't my journey didn't include taking care of him. Like, we're going to be 30 years old next week and next week, next year. <laughs> and so yeah. uh, my journey didn't include making sure that you were good 24-7. I wanted to do things like be on the radio, be on the podcast, you know, do this and that. And so for right now, I haven't talked to my brother in five years. He's been in- incarcerated for five years. And wow. um, I have, like, no intentions of reaching out. And mm-hmm. I think that when that time comes, I'll do so. And, you know, I think for right now, though, I'm, I'm busy. I'm booked and busy. And the reason why he went to jail is... Like how you said that Angela was making your mom cry. He's making my mom depressed <laughs> yeah. like while he's in jail. And it's like, hello, you know what I mean? So I, I, that's one of the reasons why I just like can't stand with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Family or not. You know yeah. what I mean? Like why the fuck would I want to condone anything that you did to put yourself in that situation? And now I have to be like looked at to try and get you out? Absolutely not. Yeah. So, yeah I, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry that, you know, that that strained your relationship with him. But I guess you guys are good now. I mean, you're older. Yeah. He oh, yeah. To be out of trouble. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, I can't I can't sit there and say it's because of me and okay. I'm my own power. I mean, I, it was definitely I got to give my credit to God because right. God intervened in our life. And when, when my brother said he was going to change, I was like, oh, whatever. He's yeah. not going to change. We, he's, he's already talked like this before. Yeah. But he said, hey, hey, I'm going to church now. And, I, okay. and three months later, he's like, I'm sober now. And four months oh, later, wow. he's like, I'm becoming a youth minister and all these different oh, kind of things. And so okay. but from there on, man, our, our relationship has been like really great. Really great and right. that's like really one of my best friends. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's oh, really yeah. Good. yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, did you, I guess you said that when you were in college, you went through an experimental phase, I guess, with drugs and alcohol. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about what kind of drugs that you use there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. most definitely. Like, I mean, it was it was really just being with all my homeboys and smoking smoking weed, just smoking weed uh-huh. and then really just drinking on the weekends partying you know right. what i mean and so um like i said it just felt like i was going through so much depression and mm-hmm. you know it was like that's that was the only go-to right. on the weekends you know what i mean it was like I'm, I'm gonna go just try this with my friends it feels like that's the only hope that i have right you know what i mean and so that that was that so when you decided that you wanted to change your life around and say okay i'm not gonna smoke weed and bullshit and drink on the weekends yeah. um, and you decided, okay, this is not what I'm doing. Do you think that a lot of your old friends kind of like your circle changed after that, so to speak? Most definitely. You stopped yeah. getting text messages on the weekend. Okay. But like, what you up to, bro? Yeah. You, you don't get that no more. How about those 3 a.m. <laughs> phone calls? Come pick me up. You ever get those? Yeah. Oh, for, shit, I don't miss those days. Yeah. yeah. For real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people stop messing with you when you want to change your life. When right. you want to, And when you want to make a big impact, people are going to stop coming around. And so, the, and, uh-huh. the, and, the, and that's, and that's, that's what, that, that's what happened with a lot of my friends, a lot of my, my circle. Yeah. And so they seen that I was changing, but I just, I realized that they were having, they were influencing my life okay. a lot, you know what I mean? But now I get to go back to my friends and influence them. And a lot yeah. of them still hit me up. They have a lot of respect for me. That's you know good. what I mean? Yeah. You know, you, you made a good point and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and share. Um, and this will be a little controversial, but I don't give a fuck. so um you made a good point about um you know they stopped hitting you up whatever the case was um and before i get into it would you be fair to say that there are people who when you're winning or decide to win and they're not they want to try and drag you down in in a lot of cases yeah that's true okay that's true i was in a situation last year i'm gonna share and um 
a very good friend of mine was an alcoholic or, uh, you know, whether or not he is to these day, I don't know because we don't speak anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, turned to drugs for a lot of things as well. Yeah. Um, I moved in with him and, you know, to try and help him out and things kind of took a left turn. Um, I stopped drinking for the duration of my stay there. I drank in the beginning because, you know, it was like Lent, so he wasn't drinking. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and so, um, you know, I didn't I didn't drink at the house, but I would go out and I wouldn't come home just completely plastered. But, I would, you know, I had a good time, go to bed. Yeah. Okay? Um, sometime during the duration of the stay, I would say just a few weeks later, um, went right back to binge drinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, the details of the stories or whatever can be differentiated by a lot of different people. But, you know, I lived it. So who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, alleged. Yeah. Um, so um, he would drink a lot and. He was the type, I think there's people that drink, like, okay, so I drink, mm-hmm. and I like to have drinks, not every weekend, you can't, I can't do that shit in the morning, yeah. you know, two in the morning, three in the morning, no, yeah. Yeah, 11 o'clock I'm home, right? Yeah. And um, I'm a fun drunk, I think, you know, mm-hmm. I like to just, you know, I'm a little overly sexual, whatever, mm-hmm. but, you know, and then yeah. I, you know, tell jokes, I make friends with everybody, move yeah. on, right? Yeah. And then there's people who are angry, and mm-hmm. in this situation, and I'm not going to name the person's name because yeah. it's not worth mentioning, yeah. but um, he was the type of alcoholic that would get into like a blind rage yeah. and be mad about things that happened years ago yeah. and internalize that it was happening now. Yeah. And part of the things that I would tell him was, you know, I think, and I am not an, al- I'm not an expert on alcoholism yeah. or anything, but I said, I think part of the reason why you're doing this is because you're hanging out with a bunch of, excuse my French fucking losers that want to do nothing but that as well. Yeah. And you want to excel in life and you want to proceed and be successful. You're not going to do that hanging out with these people. And yeah. to be honest, it, a, lo- a lot of it was, a lot of it was like some of our friends, yeah. you know what I mean? Just to be quite honest. And, you know, it's like we're growing up now. We're taking directions in life. You're about to graduate college. You know, you, you can't be hanging out with a bunch of these people that don't want to see you succeed. Yeah. Would you say that that's a fair statement? I mean, it, it's true. Like, the, you know, that you they'd say the five people that you hang around with, that's who you're going to be in the future. Okay. And so your five closest friends, you got to really sit there and evaluate yeah. who's feeding into my life. Those are the five people that are going to influence you yeah. the most. Definitely. And so I got to be sure and you got to be sure to be able to surround ourselves with people who are going to bring us forward, push us forward and yeah. not, not move backwards. Not move backwards. And yeah. that's what I would tell him. Um, And, you know, I guess... Again, it was a five-month ordeal. It felt like five fucking years. Yeah. But, no, I, you know, one year, not the other. One year, yeah. not the other. And yeah. um, Again, from what I experienced, the drinking took place several times a week. Yeah. Tuesday night, coming home at three in the morning, drunk. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, this is br- you got to stop. Yeah. You've got to stop. Um, I will share further. Um, and, again, I, I say this for awareness. Yeah. Because you went through it. Uh-huh. I've been through it. That this disease, is it fair to say alcoholism is a disease? Yeah, um, most definitely. Definitely constrained the relationships of those around you. Most definitely. Um, he beat me up. Mm. Really, really bad. Mm. Mm. And um, it was a little, it was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So he beat me up. <laughs> no, it's to, fine. No, it I um, and, it you know, again, this is all for awareness. Like people really don't understand like the effects that this, this shit can really have, you know, between a really good friend. I'm not looking at that fucking camera. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. You know, that, that can yeah. really like, like affect you. And he beat me up really, really bad one night. I mean, mm. I was bruised. Like it was ridiculous. I had to call into work for like the whole weekend. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was embarrassing because it was somebody that I called my best friend. Like yeah. you can't tell me shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, there's no wrong. That's my best friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, he beat me up pretty bad. And um, that wasn't it, though. That told me, okay, stop hanging out with him. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was after the fact when, um, you know, we, I, forg- I think forgiveness is a big part of anything. I think that in order to move on, you have to forgive people. Yeah. Would you say that's fair? Yeah. And, you know, you can't just be living with venom in your hate. Shakira no. has a song called No, right? I'm just going to diversify. <laughs> some humor. Yeah. Um, she has a song called No, and the lyrics of the song go, No se puede vivir con tanto veneno. Do you speak Spanish? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> translate a little okay, Translate okay. a little She has uh, the lyrics of the song, No se puede vivir con tanto veneno. And it's like you can't, um, something along the lines of you can't live with so much venom. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why forgiveness is such an important part of moving on and forgive, you know, whatever with building a friendship relationship anything uh-huh. and um i forgave him and then just months later like on thanksgiving night i'll never forget he said he would do it again mm. and and because he was drunk and he, I, he would beat, beat you up again he said he would beat me up again uh. um and that was it for me that was like the final straw for me and i was like you know you you can need a lot of help you need yeah. a lot of help and the help is beyond anything our friendship can do for you yeah. Um, if nothing else, I was a good friend. I was the positive light. And you wanted to hang out with a bunch of bum ass losers who didn't want to see you succeed, who didn't want to see you win and convinced you that you didn't have a problem. Yeah. But when you're drinking day in, day out and then trying to, con- you know, anyway, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I think that it was that because you can't put yourself in a situation like that again. Yeah. And I, I am not a fighter. <laughs> I tell that to everybody. I can't get my ass whooped. I'm yeah. going to try. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. Uh, to say, I did move out of that house. Yeah. Um, and I was, again, it, it really put me in a really bad situation where I was like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want, you know, to tell anybody. I didn't put it on Facebook. I just act like nothing was fucking wrong. But yeah. I had, you know, a black eye, um, bloodied lip, uh, bruises on my head, like crazy. And, yeah. you know, um, that that was made me what made me end the friendship was okay. He's gonna do it again, and then you know we spoke a few months after that, and it was just you know the same shallow apology like oh my bad you know blah blah blah. And then I said you know that's it. I'm over it. Like I can't do this shit no more, bro. Like Man. you need help. The help that you need goes beyond this. And you know it's like you said before, AJ. It means to just make that whole thing about me, and that's an exclusive because <laughs> I, mean, I have not. I've only talked about that to really close. That's people. deep. That's it's deep. Very deep. I haven't. I didn't tell a lot of people about that situation, but I think it's important. The, the reason why I share that story and the reason why I wanted you on here and it inspired me to share that story is because you went through it. Yeah. There's people that you hang out with, like you actually went through, like you went through using drugs and drinking uh-huh. excessively uh-huh. and, and he did too. Yeah. And if he listens to this podcast, this is not to bash you, but this is just for awareness that the, the effects of this shit can really like, just deteriorate all the people that are around you, like your relationships and stuff. And it's, it's a ripple effect. It. It's yeah, a ripple it effect. It yeah. You know, now now you get to hang out with a bunch of fucking people that don't want to see you win. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah. So, I mean, uh, could you relate to anything of some of those? No, I, I, I don't want to make this all about me. No, no, no. I, Fardo, no, so. I, honestly, man, yeah. I, I, I got to bring up the story with my mom. Do my it. mom is yeah. is a uh, was one of a, a big alcoholic. And she, man, I, it was like seeing my, she was my hero. Yeah. And seeing her on ground zero with alcohol, man, it broke me. Yeah. It broke me to the core. Yeah. And my sister back there could tell you, yeah. we went through it with my mom. Right. Thankfully, now my mom is sober. She's been sober. She's in the church and things like that, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing. But, man, it would really bring us down as a yeah. family. It brought us all down. And, like, what your friend was, your friend had brought you down. Thankfully, you had, you cut him off for the better. Yeah. You know what I mean? For the, for the better. Be for the best, yeah. yeah, man. But the thing is that one thing, one thing you, 
you say was forgiveness yeah. and forgiveness, man. It's not for that other person. A lot of time it's, yeah, for it's for you so that you can move forward. Yeah. And so I did the same thing with my mom. I had to forgive her on a lot of things and we're able to move forward, man. I'm able to build with her and I'm able to uh, 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 be a son to her. And right. it's, it's a lot of great things, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I did struggle with that a lot with alcoholism. And that's the part of a big reason why me personally, I don't drink okay. because I seen it what it does to people what it right. does to, what it does to a lot of my a lot of my family you know what i mean and but and that's the th that just goes to saying a lot of people should just not fucking drink like they shouldn't be allowed no. to drink yeah. like again like I, I honestly adrian i feel like i can drink a lot of people might be like oh you're just a little excessive like you're, you're a little bit you know what but i never try and punch you in your face no. i never try to kick your ass you know i'm, no. I'm very loud i'm very obnoxious yeah whatever. that's yeah. just andrew g all day i'm even loud on this show at the public <laughs> fair at the public fair so, yeah. <laughs> but you know I, there's just people like i get with that particular person you, you just shouldn't have been allowed to drink that was that was the thing yeah and then you hang out with these people that tell you no you don't have a fucking problem no you don't andrew's crazy no the fuck i'm not y'all aren't mm -hmm. living that yeah. and then you know what i mean so it's just it's sad to see and you know people joke about i don't joke about alcoholism yeah. only because i went through that situation like i you know i see people joke like oh i'm an alcoholic because i drink every weekend yeah. no this person literally drank every day day in and day out yeah and and a lot of people will think that i'm exaggerating but no the fuck i'm not yeah and yeah. you know um it was a hard thing to go through and i remember telling my cousin when i was going to move in with him She's like, you're walking into a minefield. Mm. Like, you don't understand what you're getting yourself into. That was a fucking war zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was a fucking war zone. Like, yeah. you never, I never knew what I was walking into. And I was, it broke me. It yeah. really fucking broke me. And I shared a little bit on Facebook the other day. Yeah. That situation broke me. It came up to a year just the other day that that shit happened. Wow. One fucking year. Wow. And I look at where I was and where I am now, and that's what people need to understand. You cannot let these other people, because of their situations, dictate what you go through in your life. Yeah. Like, like I started a fucking podcast and yeah. have 10 plus sponsors. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? And, and yeah. I'm on the radio and I'm this yeah. and that. And, and now that, you're talking about awareness over alcohol. And now we have to talk about, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm trying to have some mimosas next week when I go <laughs> to my little, you know, Airbnb yeah. with my homeboys. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, I just think that when. There's just certain people that that cannot do it, yeah. and then with his drinking, it led to the harder drugs like re, um, excuse me, cocaine and stuff like that, and yeah. you know would lie about being sober, yeah, like would you, and would lie about having a drink, and yeah. you know I'm sure to watch your mom go through that as well. Like I mean that's you and I both know then that's not a pleasant sight to see. That's something that I really wanted to share on this podcast. I'm sure a lot of people will. Um, you know, resent me for I don't care. You know what <laughs> I mean? like, I, and I wish at the end of the day, I just want to say that I wish everybody well. Yeah. Um, I don't wish uh, me and that person are not friends. I do not consider him a friend anymore. It's sad. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm glad that you were able to forget. I mean, that's your mom. You can't just yeah. say it's not my mom anymore. Well, the thing <laughs> is that it's like it's it's really an toxic environment that you're in. Yeah. And so there's a lot of people who are still holding on to those relationships that are really it's really toxic yeah and so it's like you, in some cases you have to cut these people off yeah. so that you can move forward like i like i could <laughs> like i just i remember that night so vividly and remember seeing the expression on his face i and i didn't really try to fight back um because I'm not a fighter, because I don't know how to fucking fight. I did punch him one one time in his face, but it's like I joke about it now. At the time, it was not anything worth joking about. But I said that was no different than a bag of cotton balls flying at your fucking face. Like, oh, you know man. what I mean? That's I don't how soft it was. Yeah, it was soft as fuck. You know what I mean? So, um, but I just I will never, Adrian, I will never forget the fucking expression on his face was blank, like yeah. just blacked out. There was no remorse. There was no, like, you weren't smiling because you kicked somebody's ass who's taller than you. You weren't, like, mad. It was just blank. Yeah. It was scary. It was like looking at a fucking monster in a dream. Yeah. I'll never forget that shit. I'll never forget just everything. That whole night, I'll never forget it. And, yeah. um, again, I wish that person well. Um, 
we're not on speaking terms at the moment, but do your thing. I hope that one day you'll wake up and, you know, again, if you're going through that issue, if not, it really doesn't matter to me anymore. Like, yeah. that's just the way it is. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on. Um, thank you for sharing that experience with yeah. me as well about your mother. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, um, is there anything else that you want to elaborate on that part? Or uh, no, nah, not really. Um, okay. Really, man, it's just, it, man, it's it's really important that we're even bringing this up, though. Yeah, man. I, think I, so. I, I think it's very important. And, and let's just let's just make sure I I don't see anything wrong, I, and I don't smoke like anything, uh-huh. but I don't see anything wrong with like recreational weed smoking. Like, uh-huh. you know, like you're just like, you know, you're at your parents, like not your parents, like your friend's house. And it's like, Oh, let's just like, it's a party, whatever. Uh-huh. But like to sit there and be blazed all day. No, I don't condone that. Uh-huh. Um, same thing with alcohol. Again, I like to have me a little drinky. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not drinking every day. I'm not saying that there's like, you know, I'm not trying to bash any of that. I'm just saying that there really is a difference in people that are alcoholics and the people who just kind of do it recreationally. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, a lot of people might beg to differ. But yeah. Do you understand what I'm I, saying? Yeah. And, and for me, it's, I bet I, I really beg to differ, okay. uh, but just because of what I've seen though, Yeah. you know what I mean? Because for me, it's like a lot of people have say, man, I'm gonna just smoke this and this and this. And then it leads to some other drug. A lot of times I've, I've seen that. And so it's like, that's when I the already, problem kicks in. Yeah. That's when you have a problem because if this one thing, if you say, okay, I'm going to have like, two hits of weed and be high in my house and sit there on my couch because it's my house and I worked all day. That's, yeah. I feel like that's different, but mm. when it leads to, okay, now I'm going to do cocaine. Like with this particular person, his vice was drinking mm. and the drinking triggered cocaine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's when you have the issue. That, mm. That's how I feel. But you know, yeah. it, it's great to agree to disagree. Um, mm. I don't like to consider myself an alcoholic because I, I think I'm the farthest thing from it. You know, again, I mean, if you invite me to your party, it's gonna be crunk. You're like, drinking, that's about drinking it. mimosas. Yeah, mimosas. Those are the bitch drinks. Anyways. Okay, you <laughs> <Yeah>. shut up. <laughs> okay, so and then, so now you have to now I feel like you guys are in the image. I have a funny story to tell too. You guys, are, and, and this is gonna relate to you. Okay, okay. um, you guys are. Um, I feel like your family, mm-hmm. so to speak. Are and like have this image to maintain in the community. Yeah, like you guys can't fuck up now because everybody will hold that shit against your head. Yeah, and um, I I met somebody that I worked with once, and I'm not gonna name his name because he begged me not to. This was a couple <laughs> years, <laughs> and I love him. Okay, but anyway, um, he was like that. We met him, and he was like, yeah, you know, I changed my whole life around. And I used to, <laughs> no, wait, this is just hear me, <laughs> and I love him. Okay, but, and this is why I could be evil as fuck, right? And so, um, and I'm not. Anyway, he was like, you know, I I changed my whole life around, man, and. You know, I used to do drugs, hardcore, and I used to drink, and I just don't do it anymore. I'm into God now, and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, because there's those people, right? There's those people, and it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yo, I went to Junction 84, <laughs> and I, you know, I used to dance on the dance floor by myself. I don't yeah. care, you know, the reggaeton, all that. I used to j- and who was there? That person. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we hung out that night. Yeah. Like, he was cool. Like, you know, yeah. we were drinking. Yeah. Um, as far as anything else, he said, I, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't know. Yeah. But he was fun to hang out with, and I'm like, and he, he begged me. Please don't post. Like I took, you know, pictures, and he was like, "Just don't post any. Like I can't no. have anybody knowing that this is what I do. Uh, like this is like my thing." Yeah. And I'm like, but like, why do you feel like we all are not perfect? Uh-huh. We all have imperfections. Uh-huh. So where you went wrong uh-huh. was trying to convince us that you don't do any of that, uh-huh. not knowing that you were talking to Andrew motherfucking G, uh-huh. who used to stay at Junction eighty four, yeah. and dance the night away, yeah. and then I hung out with you, like yeah. you know, like I wish that you could live your truth more uh-huh. and say, yeah, like I do this sometimes. Yeah, I praise God. Like I think God's cool too. Me and God are tight, uh-huh. but I also you know do things that are probably unspoken of in the Bible, yeah. which is whatever. Yeah. So what what is your take on maintaining a positive lifestyle? Well, see, um, people ask me this all the time, and they say, "Agent, you don't, you don't drink or you don't smoke. You don't do it. Like you live a boring life. You know what I mean? They, 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 they they, they do these things, man. But you know, I've seen a lot of that situation too, and I've seen where just people just 
I don't know what that dude was going through at that night. Okay. Maybe he was going through some stuff and like, man, you know what? I'm gonna just go out, just get. He was going through some stuff, all right. Man, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You a trip, man? You a trip? But man, not me. Uh, not, but not me. Yeah. Like, just verify. Okay, not and, me. Okay. <laughs> and honestly, man, there are some times where I would do the same thing, where right. I was like, I would try to maintain this picture, right? And I would just try to maintain being a Christian, like, man, but I couldn't attempt it. It was like I couldn't attempt that picture. And it was basically like a lot of rules. Right. A lot of rules. I can't drink, I can't smoke, and I can't do all this stuff. Right. But then I started learning about a relationship. You can't have monogamous sex. Like, God, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're married, by the way, right? Yeah, I am married. Okay. Eight, Eight months. Adrian's married. Eight months. I don't want her kicking my ass. What's her name? Cecilia. Cecilia, don't, I don't have problems. Okay, yeah. we were just joking. <laughs> okay. Eight months married. Okay. Eight months married. Shout out to Cecilia. Yeah. Okay. So, man, it was just a lot of rules that I was living. I just couldn't, I couldn't live by it. And so when I found a relationship with Christ, when I found a relationship with Jesus, it's like, I love Christ so much and I love my relationship so much that I don't want to do those things no more because I feel like I got something better. Right. I have something way better. And it's like, I don't want to go out and I don't want to do those things. I want to be with all these people and I want to, I want to, I want to uh, uh, have my relationship and, and, and I just want to honor God. You know right, what I mean? Is that making sense? No, I got you. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that as far as the honoring God, quote unquote, I think that we all take that approach differently. Like uh-huh. I pray that people don't know. I pray every night before I go to bed yeah. and I thank God for my, my life blessings for friends, all that, uh-huh. um, everything. But you know, I, I live a very sinful life like i probably do things that maybe you who practices the bible or goes to uh-huh. church every sunday would disagree with uh-huh. and you know which is fine by the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you told you you said that you were a fallen catholic can you tell me what that meant fallen catholic okay so one of my favorite comedians is actually kathy griffin and a lot of people hate me for that because of what she did with the the head and everything okay. but i always thought she was funny like she was the epiphany of like comedy for me uh-huh. back in the day and and one of her routines um her family was you know catholic very church orientated uh-huh. you know she's a very a foul mouth comedian uh-huh. and she said in one of her um stand-up shows i'm like to consider myself a fallen catholic uh-huh. whereas like she is catholic but doesn't go to church and makes fun of jesus and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i don't necessarily go as far as making fun of jesus i say it was a joke number one mm-hmm. and number two i think i believe in god uh-huh. um I go to church, uh, excuse me, I don't go to church often, but like, you know, before I travel, I go to church, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and um, when I say fallen Catholic, I kind of bit that off of her and I live like a life that Catholics would probably resent me for, mm. you know what I mean? Like I'm gay. Uh-huh. Like I have sex with dudes, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And they're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know uh-huh. what I mean? You have sex with children. Yeah. So, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. And, you know, like my mouth is foul, uh-huh. um, you know, so it, it was a joke that I got from her. Mm. Um, I can't sit here and say I'm a Catholic. I feel like if I tell like, your sister out there, I'm only using her as an example. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm a Catholic. Uh-huh. Automatically people think, oh, yeah, he must follow the faith. Exactly. He goes to church. He does yeah. this. He does that. Which yeah. mm, kind of not really. Yeah. You know I mean? no, but, yeah. Um, but I do believe in God. Yeah. I believe that there is a higher power. I believe that God, because of God, put me through this journey for a reason and all that. But I just don't follow the faith probably like I should. Uh-huh. So that's how I perceive fallen Catholic. I got that joke from Kathy Griffin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It makes sense to me. Of the uh, no, I don't, I, don't, okay. I, I don't know what that really meant. Well, yeah. because, I mean, my wife was a, a, a devoted Catholic, and she talks about the story of, like, where she was uh, seven, eight years old, and she was just like, man, I can't live up to these roles that okay. a lot of people have on me. And, right. like, at six years old, she was like, I'm going to go into hell because I don't add up. I don't add up to these roles. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's the way she felt. That's how she felt. Okay. You know what I mean? I, don't, I personally don't feel like I'm going to hell. I just feel like God's going to have to have a talk with me when I yeah. get to hell. Because I've done some shit. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> that you'd probably be like, oh, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to say like 50 Hail Marys. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm saying is that yeah. the, she, she was living up to some rules that she wasn't able to attain. And so she oh. she had that rule book in her mind okay. to the point where she just wasn't good enough. Right. You know what I mean? And so she had to overcome that. Wow. Now I had to overcome that and say, man, you know what? It's about the relationship rather than the rules are there, but it's really about the relationship. So, so you're saying for her, it was like people say you have to do this. You have to do this. And for her, it was like, this is too much. Yeah, it's like too okay. much. You know, okay. I just too much. And so it's like now she's like, man, I love I want to have a relationship with God. And okay. therefore, I want to change. And I, let me just I love God, too. I yeah. love God differently. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, and I, yeah, I totally respect you guys for that. I think it's yeah. great. Um, so, you know, and so I guess maintaining a positive life, that's just you being authentic. Like you're just yeah. you're not trying to convince everybody, and then I'm gonna see you at the club later on, getting yeah. drunk and making out with five girls, right? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, those are my favorite ones. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. then, then I know I could turn them. But anyway, yeah. Oh man, oh, <laughs> okay. man. skipping. Um, yeah. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, we're gonna wrap up here soon, but I do want to talk about a little bit of your work at Waco ISD. Mm-hmm. Correct? Can you, do you? Would you like to elaborate? Or is this did this conversation get too much? And you're just like, no. <laughs> no, I love okay. man. I I want to talk about my school. Yeah, I work at South okay. Waco Elementary. Okay. What do you do? I'm a Coach assistant under Coach Mason, the best best coach, P coach, elementary coach. If you're looking at this, Coach Mason, that's like my big sister, and she's she's taught me so much, and and she's she's mentored. Yeah, and so I love my school, I love my kids, I love I love the staff there, and man, I'm I'm glad to be there. And so I've been there for about it's my third year. Okay, so what's next for you there? I mean, so you're a coach assistant, so do you do you teach as well, or? Yeah, I do teach. So I have it's a program called South Waco Awesome Guys, and so what that does is that I I gather a whole bunch of community leaders, and they're able to mentor guys, and they're able to show them how to do a tie, and just basically build them up, build them up as far as their character. And so there's a girl, there's a call, there's a girls code as well. Yeah. They do it with fifth grade girls. I do fifth grade guys. And okay. so we have a team to do it. Shout out to my team. Yeah. Great team. So yeah. it's just to teach them how to be gentlemen at a young age. Teach them how to and be do gentlemen. Do you think that's inappropriate? Like, do you think, would you consider that kind of inner city youth where you teach or? Oh yeah, most okay. definitely. I'm it's not inner city. I'm not from here. So yeah. So it's, okay. it's inner city. And okay. so, um, it's, it's in South Waco and it's, uh, behind LaSalle Avenue. You know where LaSalle yeah. Avenue, do you know where South Waco Elementary is at? I don't know where South, I know where LaSalle is because they have really good tacos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't right. know where South okay. Waco Okay. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's in the back of, um, back, back roads of LaSalle. Okay. And so it's, it's right there. And, um, man, I, I love it, man. It's, yeah. it's tough. It's a tough school. And, and a lot of people, it's, it's South Waco is one of those schools where it's just like, uh, I don't want to go over there. It's South Waco, it's South Waco elementary right, kids. Right. But man, I pour into those kids and my, and the staff pour into the kids and, and man, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a challenging job, honestly, but. Right. I love pouring into them, and and I love and I love encouraging. I, I mentor a lot of kids there, man. That's good. And so, man, it, it, it's great. You know, you, a lot of people call them the hood kids. Okay. But man, I I have so much, I have high expectations of these hood kids. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they could do as much as any kid around the world in the absolutely. suburbs or where whatever. They you had don't the have potential. To be a product of your environment. There you go. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have sure. to control your destiny. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's why I pour into them, and. I love it. I, I, you know, I feel the same way. I, I, from, I'm from a town called Central Islip in New York. And back in the day, um, it was like, I mean, I, now it looks really nice and everything. I don't know what they did. <laughs> yeah. Um, back in the day, at least, we, we grew up, I, again, like a lot of troubled kids. You know what I mean? And um, I see a lot of people didn't, like, chose to be a product of their environment. Like, a lot of people got into drugs, gangs, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose not to do that. 
Yeah. You know, so I, I think you and I can both be inspired. I mean, I don't focus being on inspiration to kids. That's why I invited you on the show. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I yeah. focus on being funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't yeah. have to be a, um, a product of your environment. That's yeah. never an excuse. We all make our, our own decisions in life. We all make our own bed. You, you have to kind of push through. Yeah. And, you know, part of the reason why I also wanted to invite you on the show is because I knew you had a story to tell. Um, I think that hopefully this, I wouldn't show this episode to any children. Yeah. <laughs> Just yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, I have a friend um, who knows of you as an educator because he's an aspiring educator as well. And he's like, you got to get aging, you got to get aging. And I was like, okay. And yeah. then when I talked to you and just saw you on Facebook, I was like, Asian, why didn't you come on the show? Yeah. Like, what's up? Like, I told yeah. you, you should have told me. So, yeah. Um, what's next for you at Waco ISD then? Man, I graduate next next summer from Tarleton State. Oh, cool. Yeah, I graduate, okay. man. And I don't, man, I don't know if I'm going to be a teacher yet. I don't know where, where God guides, uh, God has me, where, okay. where his plan for me. It may be with Waco ISD, it yeah. may not, but... Wherever it is, I'm excited. You know, I'm focused and I'm motivated. Well, I'm really proud of you, Adrian. Yeah. And I have to say that it was really nice meeting you. And yeah. I hope that, you know, my fallen capitalism doesn't um, <laughs> deteriorate you from maybe us all hanging out afterwards. Like, not, not at all. Of this. Yeah. Not at all. Um, so that's what's next for you. I, I do want to, pre- is there anything else that you'd like to tell us? Um, like, as far as your story and everything, did you get everything out that you wanted to? Or is there more you want to talk about? Nah, I mean, I think, I think that's it, man. But as far as, you know bringing bringing my brother on and okay. and things like that I, i'm really excited about that in the future you know okay. what i mean and so I, I, hopefully angela will come on like i said i i knew of angela when we were like 15 yeah. and we worked at katie's custard for five minutes he did wow i think for five that, minutes if that's the right angelo no it is he, he okay. talks about that he was story a big old pothead yeah <laughs> and, like tried to get me and i was like i don't know yeah i thought he was cute back in the day too oh, okay. <laughs> no oh, homo man. no homo angelo yeah. but yeah i would love to have angelo on the show but i'm really happy that we got to have adrian on this show oh, yeah most i'm happy definitely. that we got to hear adrian's side of the story and, you oh know, yeah um again for all the list i i was aspired to tell my story with alcoholism because of you yeah on this show yeah it was something i never talked about watching somebody go through that was hard but I, I feel like now I'm in a better place. I'm surrounded personally. I'm surrounded with a better group of people. My best friend from 15 years ago is still my best friend today. Um, I have this new group of friends that make me play sports and shit. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're great. I love them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're going to go play volleyball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's great. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to hear that you're doing well too. And oh, yeah. I really hope that we can again, hang out again outside of this podcast and, oh, yeah. and again, tell your brother, come on the show sometime when this whole thing's out, you know, over this COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, um, do you, do you want any of our listeners to follow you on social media or anything? Yeah. Or? So you could just follow me at Adrian Fajardo on Facebook okay. and probably that's, that's my only social me that's that I had. Yeah, that's the only one I got. <laughs> well, before we wrap up, I just want to give a shout out to a couple more of our sponsors on the show for yeah. the show. Um, Elite Barbershop in Hewitt, Texas. Um, they are the barbershop that I attend. Sid Rodriguez cuts my hair. You guys can also go over there and visit Marcus Guerrero. Badass barbers love them so much. Um, they're located on Hewitt Drive. You can call them to book on the number on the screen, or you can download the Cut app and down um, book your appointment on there. I also want to give a big shout out to our. Um, one of our sponsors, Cedar Sphere Digital Marketing. My boy Zihad Halabi is the owner of that company. And you guys should hit them up for all your digital marketing company needs. Very great guy. Zihad, thank you again for uh, supporting the public affair. Um, Adrian, thank you again for coming on to the thank show. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you all again for all your support. And don't forget, Waco, always keep it between us. Yeah.